Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, June 30th. The Supreme Court wrapped up another blockbuster term with decisions today that will impact millions of Americans. It's always a very newsy time at the end of June as the highest court in the land hands down weighty decisions on hugely consequential matters that impact millions of Americans' lives. And that is true of this term for the court as well. These last two days have really been the fulfillment of Donald Trump's mission to move the court in a significantly more conservative direction. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of protecting First Amendment rights over LGBTQ rights in a consequential case coming out of Colorado. And the results of this particular case will now call into question the security of LGBTQ rights secured in previous cases. The other major ruling closing out the Supreme Court term today was a major blow to President Biden's student debt relief program. The court ruled that the Biden administration did not have the sole authority to cancel up to $20,000 of federal student loan debt for millions of eligible borrowers. This all comes on top of that key decision yesterday where the court gutted affirmative action admissions programs at colleges and universities. So in the totality of these last two days, you see that the decades-long quest of Republicans and conservatives to focus on the courts and altering the courts ideologically to match their vision for America, culminating with Donald Trump's appointment of three justices, making up a third of the current members of the court. Let's start with the student debt relief decision. Millions of eligible borrowers would not see their student debt decreased or erased now, and they'll have to start paying some of that debt down starting in October when the pandemic pause on repayments is lifted. In a 6-3 decision, the court sided with a group of Republican-led states that argued the program illegally tried to erase over $400 billion of federal student loan debt under the guise of the pandemic. The White House had sought to use the HEROES Act authority to waive this debt. That's a law that was passed in the wake of the September 11th terrorist attacks that grants the executive branch an emergency power. The Biden administration argued this provision means it could have canceled federal student loan debt so that borrowers are not made worse off with respect to their loans by the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the opinion for the conservative majority, saying the government needed direct authorization from Congress. In her dissenting opinion, Justice Elena Kagan railed against what she described as a broader trend by the conservative majority to limit the executive branch's power and basically make political decisions for Congress and the White House. As he did yesterday in the wake of that affirmative action decision, President Biden made sure to address Americans today before heading to Camp David for the weekend to express his displeasure and total disagreement with the Supreme Court's decision. I believe the court's decision to strike down my student debt relief program as a mistake was wrong. I'm not going to stop fighting to deliver borrowers what they need, particularly those at the bottom end of the economic scale. Biden also made clear his administration is immediately getting to work to take some steps 
that he hopes will be able to assist borrowers in the wake of this ruling. We will ground this new approach in a different law than my original plan, the so-called Higher Education Act. That, I, that will allow Secretary Cardona, who's with me today, to compromise, waive, or release loans under certain circumstances. This new path is legally sound. It's going to take longer, but in my view, it's the best path that remains to providing for as many borrowers as possible. That's why we're creating a temporary 12-month, what we're calling, on-ramp repayment program. This is not the same as a student loan pause. It's been in effect for the past three years. And during this period, if you can pay your monthly bills, you should. But if you cannot, if you miss payments, this on-ramp will temporarily remove the threat of default or having your credit harm, which can hurt borrowers for years to come. Republicans, as you might imagine, are quite enthusiastic about the court's ruling here. A, it is a direct rebuke of a President Biden policy. So that is clearly a political impetus for them to rally around it. But also, it gets at some fundamental conservative ideology that they have been touting for years. Listen to Tim Scott in this campaign video he put out. Joe Biden wants you to pay off the student loans of lawyers and professors. I want to strengthen vocational education and apprenticeships. We need more welders, carpenters, and electricians. College isn't the only path to the American dream. And it's time for a president who values hard work and the people who do. I'm Tim Scott, and I approved this message. That other consequential case this morning from the Supreme Court The justices have ruled that certain U.S. businesses can refuse to serve LGBTQ customers on free speech First Amendment grounds. This 6-3 decision limits LGBTQ protections and rules in favor of a Christian graphic designer from Colorado who refuses to design wedding websites for same-sex couples because of her religious beliefs. Lori Smith is her name. She wanted to expand her business, but claimed she couldn't because of a state law which says businesses can't refuse to serve people because of their sexual orientation. Smith's lawyer said today in a statement that, quote, the U.S. Supreme Court rightly reaffirmed that the government can't force Americans to say things they don't believe. While the Colorado governor, Democrat Jared Polis, a gay man, said today that the court, quote, decided in favor of discrimination. President Biden said in a statement today that he's, quote, deeply concerned that this ruling could invite more discrimination against the LGBTQ community and said his administration would work with states to ensure civil right protections remain in place. Listen here to my colleague, Laura Coates. She's CNN's chief legal analyst, and perhaps her analogy will be helpful in understanding what this ruling could actually mean and how potential legal challenges lie ahead. A real plain way of speaking about this ruling is we normally think of if you're open to the public, that means you're open to the public. This essentially says you can be open, but open except... If you're talking about expressive ideas or your creative endeavors in particular, what they're focusing on here, you cannot be compelled to do something for the greater public and be fully inclusive if you've got some sort of religious or um, faith-based reason why you do not want to do so. And that does create some bit of a Pandora's box opening because you could actually foresee someone saying, well, hold on a second. 
Maybe I'm a barista, and the way that I do the foam on top of the cappuccino is very artsy. I don't want whatever your kind in here to actually partake mm -hmm. of my artistry. Well, what is the day-to-day -day enforcement mechanism to show that's not the case? The big question in politics in these last couple days with these conservative rulings is, will there be a political backlash here that benefits the Democrats in 2024? Now, the answer to that question, of course, is we don't know. That's something to watch for. But there is something to be a little dubious about in that thinking. That is something we definitely saw with the Dobbs decision. There was and remains to this day a robust political backlash that benefited Democrats and pro-abortion rights candidates at the polls. We saw that in state races and the midterms broadly. But when you look individually at affirmative action programs, even popular student loan debt relief programs, and yes, LGBTQ rights have been on the rise in terms of popularity for the last 15 years or so in this country, none of those issues individually seem to have the political resonance that 50 years of precedent on abortion rights may have. Now, collectively, you are going to see Democrats put it all together and attempt to rally Democrats and available independents to them around this notion of the court taking away rights and moving the country in a backwards direction. That will clearly be part of the Democratic pitch. The question is, are we going to see voters actually get mobilized around that like we did on Dobbs? I think that's an open question. As for Republicans, we have seen they are now the party that is like the dog that catches the car. They had a decades-long quest to move the judiciary to the right. They are now getting the victories at court that they have been seeking and remaking policy in their ideological vision. And the question is, will that then dissipate some enthusiasm that the battle for the courts has always provided on the Republican side in American politics? Certainly, it won't be for a lack of trying. Listen to Nikki Haley at a Moms for Liberty event earlier today. Can I just say God bless the Supreme Court? They are making a lot of wrongs right. We've seen it. They've made, you know, they've corrected things on religious liberty. We're seeing that they're correcting things on student loans. But the affirmative action is really important. And the reason it's important is because the liberals continue to try and put minorities down. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Steve Lichtai is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Fez Jamil is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe, Anna Sterla, and Martin Gualando. We're off for the holiday weekend. Have a happy 4th of July. We'll be back here on Wednesday, July 5th. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.